and uh, he asked uh, what should I do to uh, remove my sins and the Holy Prophet told him to stop lying. So anytime he would go and try and do something wrong, then he would think uh, on his, uh, from himself that uh, if I you know, go steal or if I go drink, then if I have to answer, then I, I won't be able to lie. So slowly and slowly, day after day, then you know, all his bad deeds, uh, he stopped doing uh, all the wrong things. And there's another uh, story that, you know, there's a man that, you know, he started, uh, you know, he was, all his life he did something wrong, or he was doing wrong uh, wrong things. And then one day he decided that today, you know, I will start doing, uh, from today I'll start doing good deeds. So he was going uh, along and then, you know, throughout the way and then he passed away. So at the end of the day, it's God Almighty, if your intentions are good, then God Almighty uh, sees that. He is the one who has the knowledge uh, of all things. So, uh, what is Shifa'atun or Shafa'atun? Uh, meaning, uh, in English, is intercession. So, this verse states that during the Day of Judgment, there will be no uh, intercession accepted from any one of any kind. So, I cannot go and say that... Uh, you know, I, I, I give intercession to like Shaquille or anyone else that's there. It will be all, you know, it's your own de- uh, deeds. Whatever you did, it will be counted on that day. Either you did good work or you did uh, wrong things. So that day, it's all on you. Uh, it cannot be uh, shared with anyone else. And th- this is not just the only verse in the Holy Quran. There's another verse in the Holy Quran that states that Every soul burdens uh, his own uh, deeds, and uh, you know he will bear his own uh, burden. So from that we can also see that we do not share our deeds, either be wrong deeds or good deeds. Everyone is uh, for himself. And then some, uh, the Jews, they believe that uh, shifaatun or the intercession, uh, and Bani Israel, uh, though that being from the descendant of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhisalam. They will not be punished from Allah on the Day of Judgment or they do get punished, it will only be for a certain time. Because they believe that, you know, uh, Jesus Islam, He came, He took their sins and now uh, they are uh, free from uh, all the sins and Jesus will take care of that. But even when we look at the Holy Bible, uh, you know, we see a different thing. Uh, not just one place. But in different two, three different places, it says that every person uh, will bear his own uh, uh, sin. You know, a, a father will bear his own sin and a child will bear his own sin. So even the Bible states that. But these people, they do not understand what the reality is. And they think that, oh, that, you know, Jesus came, he took our sins away. And now they are free from uh, all. And then some uh, histor- uh, histories and philosophers or historians and philosophers point out that Jews are not the followers of uh, life after death. Uh, uh, meaning that uh, there is no life. Once you die, then you're done. There is no life after death. So that's why they think that they will not be punished on the day of judgment. But we, if we look at, at the Holy Prophet wasallam, we find uh, some narration stating that Jews do think that there will be a day of judgment and even this verse is a witness to it. Uh, Ibn Ishaq narrates that uh, the Jews 
think that the world uh, world's life uh, uh, span is about 7000 years and each and after each uh, after every 1000 years they 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 will get punishment uh, for one day and after that uh, after that day they will be uh, their punishment will be gone so uh, in another nation we see that the punishment in sometimes are for a week or for a month or for a year and then after that they are free from uh, all punishments and they can do uh, whatever uh, they want to do and then uh, we find that during the time when the holy quran was being sent down uh, different people uh, from different tribes were the followers uh, of uh, uh, life uh, life after death and then if we look at the bible we find uh, 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 countless incidents regarding life after death such as uh, uh, it's uh, mentioned uh, in uh, uh, in one of the places it says that and the lord said to moses you are going to rest with your father and these people will soon uh, 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 prostrate themselves to the foreign uh, god and of the land and they are uh, that uh, land that they are entering they will forsake me and break the covenant i made with them so from this uh, we can understand that uh, hazrat musa alaihi salam spirit after that will go where the spirit of the father are because physically hazrat musa uh, grave is not built where the soul is going so you can see there's uh, always a life after death and uh, you know we discussed a few weeks ago in the quran that uh, how uh, the holy quran has portrayed a uh, metaphorical picture of how the life after death will be or how heaven uh, would be and the things that you will get uh, in heaven uh, as well so uh, there is always you know uh, god says that you know, there is a life after that and that life is much better life uh, than this uh, world that you have right now so uh, and then the question arises regarding uh, shafaat or intercessions or uh, kafara uh, are they uh, the same uh, thing so according to hazrat muslim aur ta'ala anho they are uh, somewhat different because kafara means uh, uh, through one action uh, erasing the other action so uh, you do something uh, maybe you did something bad now you want to uh, uh, get or you know undo that thing so you do something good so that balances out or you do repent yourself so that you don't do that thing uh, again and then uh, some people raise uh, uh, allegations that uh, the holy quran does not mention anything regarding uh, intercession or shafaat and uh, and it rejects it completely so hazrat muslim radiyallahu anhu answers uh, this by stating that the holy quran rejects the type of shafaat the jews and the christians are following meaning that uh, jesus came or you know one person took their uh, all their sins and now uh, he will be uh, liable for it but the uh, holy quran says that everyone is uh, Uh, liable for their own uh, actions so uh, no one will be taking anybody's uh, else's deeds and then uh, huzur also says that quran mentions many verses regarding shafaat and uh, holy quran rejects the concept that uh, someone else will burden someone else's uh, sin so that doesn't make sense why should you know someone for their whole life uh, they did good deeds and uh, take uh, and someone uh, was always doing wrong and why should that person take that person's uh, sin 
and be li uh, reliable for it. So that is not the case. That does not make sense. So now uh, we look at the uh, the first point. You know uh, what the Jews and the Christians they think is that, uh, and they still believe that to this day that someone else will take their burden or their sins and they will uh, be saved from the punishment. But this verse of the Quran proves they're thinking totally wrong. So they got this idea from uh, when the level of righteousness uh, uh, was, uh, uh, when the level of righteousness went uh, down and God had commanded them uh, to sacrifice an animal uh, for, uh, for uh, the sake of sacrificing and they thought that the animal or the thing uh, they are sacrificing will bear for their uh, sins. So just because they sacrificed an animal, they thought uh, all their sins were wiped away. You know, and now they can do whatever uh, they want to do. So, and then this is mentioned in the Bible in Leviticus in chapter 16 verse 21 to 22. It says that an Aaron shall lay both his hand upon the head of a live goat, a live goat, and confess over him uh, all the uh, iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgression in all their sins, putting them upon the head of the goat, and shall send him away by the hand of a fit man into the wilderness. And uh, the goat shall bear upon him all their equities or iniquities unto a land uh, not inhabited, and he shall let go the goat in the wilderness. So from the above verse, uh, it only means that the sacrifice of goat leads to cleanliness of heart and sacrificing. You know, we do uh, Idul Azha, you know, where we sacrifice animal or for any other uh, occasion that we do. You know, it is like, you know, we're trying to sacrifice something so that, you know, we purify ourselves and uh, whatever we are doing so that we can gain more spirit uh, spirituality or, you know, nearness to God Almighty. It is not that uh, so that, you know, our sins are wiped away and the ne very next day you, you can do something or you start doing the wrong things that you're not supposed to do. Uh, so, uh, but the Jews from this uh, verse uh, of the, uh, the verse of the Bible, they took, uh, took it literally and they, you know, uh, uh, and uh, they started to slaughter cows and goats to get rid of others, uh, of other sins as well. So, you know, they did it once and then it became a habit that if you did something wrong, then, okay, let's sacrifice an animal and your sins will be wiped away. And then, you know, next day or some other day, you make the same mistake again. So, uh, and then, uh, and then Hazrat Musa, uh, now the above verse is saying of Hazrat Musa, that so one could understand that a goat or a cow could be used as, as an atonement. But if we look deeper in the Bible, Musa salam, he also states in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 to 9, that he says that here, O Israel, uh, the Lord of our God, uh, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord uh, thy God with all uh, thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And this is. Uh, this uh, verse is it is the first commandment uh, of the holy bible and we can see from here you know how the christians uh, they believe that you know god is there and then you know they start believing in trinity and uh, they make uh, jesus as son of god or god so from this verse it is very clear 
that uh, Hazrat Musa Islam he said that here O Israel the Lord our God is one Lord that he is one so you should uh, you should love him with all your heart with all your soul and with all your might so you know Bible or all the prophets that came even when Jesus or Isa Islam came he taught uh, people oneness of God not what they believe to uh, uh, to it right now uh, that uh, you know there is uh, uh, the God the Holy uh, Son and then the Holy Spirit they do not uh, it was after uh, uh, Jesus Islam passed away then they made this concept of Trinity so and these words which I command to you this day shall be in your heart and you shall teach them diligently unto your children and shall talk of them when you uh, sit with uh, within your house and when you walk uh, by the way and when you uh, uh, and when you lie down and when you uh, uh, you know when you sit up and you shall bind them for a sign upon uh, your hand and they shall be as frontless between your eyes and you shall uh, write them upon the post of your house and and the gates. So from this verse, uh, we understand that Hadith Musa only preached uh, good and oneness of God Almighty. And he tried to purify the hearts uh, of the uh, people. So he enforced the law so much that he told the people to write them on the walls of their house. And whenever they are sitting amongst each other uh, with their family, they should discuss this. Uh, this topic of oneness of God. You know, even in our culture, sometimes people in their homes, uh, they have like those uh, dinner table talks or they sit with their family and then discuss few things uh, regarding either religion or school and whatnot. So this is what Hazrat Musa salam is saying, that you should uh, try and discuss oneness of God and how you can do good deeds uh, amongst yourself or around the community. So after these verses in the Bible, how could one even imagine that someone else can bear their burden and uh, of sin uh, of sins and washing it away, uh, you know, by sacrificing an animal and then you doing it uh, again after a few days? So the Holy Quran testifies against the incorrect ideas of Jews and tells them to uh, wake up and get into your senses and be aware of the day of judgment. On the day of judgment. You know, uh, God will ask uh, Jesus that, did you tell him about these things? And, uh, you know, uh, Isa will say, no, I did not. You know, they got all this concept after my uh, demise. And I all, uh, always told them what you told me. So remember that, you know, God Almighty or the prophets of God, they always say things that, uh, you know, only God Almighty uh, tells them to do. And... Uh, and we discussed uh, this in uh, uh, last uh, the week before that also in one of the prophecies of Deuteronomy of chapter 18 verse 18 and that you know uh, whoever uh, if a prophet speaks uh, some things against what God has uh, uh, spoken or told him to do then he will be punished for that and he will be destroyed for that so whenever a prophet comes he always uh, speaks of what God almighty has told him uh, to do so from this verse, uh, we can see that it is clear that, you know, no one will uh, carry or carry any sins or good deeds of any other person. Everyone is for himself and uh, they will carry their own uh, burden uh, on the day of judgment when uh, God Almighty 
will judge our deeds uh, at the end of the uh, day. So uh, the next uh, verse is uh, verse 51. It says, وَإِذْ فَرَكْنَا بِكُمُ الْبَحْرَ فَأَنْجَيْنَاكُمْ وَأَغْرَكْنَا عَلَىٰ فِرْعَوْنَا وَأَنْتُمْ تَنْزُرُونَ That and remember the time when we divided the sea for you and saved you and drowned Pharaoh, uh, uh, Pharaoh's people while you looked on. So in this verse uh, we will discuss uh, the incident when Hazrat uh, Musa salam, he was going or uh, fleeing uh, his uh, place with his people away from Pharaoh and uh, we all know that you know uh, the story goes that uh, when Musa salam, came to the uh, ocean you know he tapped his sword or uh, the wood that he the stick that he had and then you know even in the cartoons we see that you know the uh, ocean or the sea split into two so Hazrat Muslim Ayatollah explains it that how it's not even log- logical to uh, be, uh, you know, for a sea to split into two. Like it, that does not happen. You know, the cartoon or the TV shows and whatnot has, you know, uh, uh, shown that image. And now people uh, think that that is what has happened. So uh, from this, we see that the literal meaning of Farakna uh, Bikumul Bahra is we divided the sea for you in many commentators has fallen into a deep error regarding this verse that uh, that states that uh, the reason the sea was split up was due to bani israel and when they kept approaching the sea it kept splitting up so as soon as uh, when they were getting near to the sea the sea uh, kept splitting up so they are thinking it's proven wrong in the holy quran and in chapter 26 uh, verse uh, 64 uh, it says that when we reveal to Moses uh, uh, strike the sea with with your rod thereupon it parted and every part looked like a huge uh, uh, like a mountain and from this verse we can understand that the reason the ocean was split up was Hazrat Musa salam's rod not Bani Israel so this verse points towards Hazrat Musa's miracle that he performed while he was uh, taking the Bani Israel towards Sham uh, from uh, Pharaoh. He was fleeing away uh, from Pharaoh. So according to the Holy Quran, Bani Israel left in the attention of reaching uh, to their place uh, following and uh, the Pharaoh uh, and his people, they were behind them uh, trying uh, to catch them. And then uh, Allah revealed to Hazrat Musa salam that, you know, hit your stick, the rod that he had, uh, into the uh, sea and uh, you know God uh, himself he did the miracle it's you know whenever uh, a miracle uh, happens it is not due to that person he did something or he has the power to perform any miracle it is God Almighty you know he is the one who shows the miracle in in any case you look at you know it is God Almighty who shows uh, all the miracles that, that a prophet uh, does or you know just to show uh, the people, it's a sign for the people that, you know, a, a God is, or someone, uh, big, uh, a bigger person, or someone uh, who has a power is behind that person or behind that prophet. So it is just to show the people uh, that he is a true prophet. So, so from the word, uh, the wording of Allah, it is clear that the sea did not split into two, like, you know, they say that, you know, this, 
and that Hazrat Musa and his people crossed. In the Quran, two words, Faraka and in, uh, in Falaka, which means to uh, separate. From this, it means that the sea was separated, not split into two in the dry land and the Bani Israel were able to cross. So basically, when you read uh, this verse and then there is uh, another verse uh, in the Holy Quran that mentions a full detail uh, of this, where Hazrat Muslim Anhu explains it uh, well, where he gives di- different scenarios that how, uh, what could have happened. So, you know, uh, one of the scenarios that he gave was that, you know, at that time when uh, the people, they crossed, when Hazrat Musa salam, he crossed the sea, it was low tide. So, uh, uh, so they, they could cross easily. But by the time Pharaoh and his people uh, came, it was already high tide and then that's how uh, they went in and they drowned and they were killed. So this is one of the reasons. It's not, you know, the sea split and then you just walk in between the two uh, seas. So it could have been a low tide when Hazrat Musa Islam crossed and by the time Pharaoh uh, and his people came, it was already uh, high tide. So this is uh, one of the reasons that, you know, uh, how uh, Musa Islam and his people uh, were uh, saved. I think I'll stop here. Uh, I'll do the Urdu uh, one.